0: Got a great show coming up for you featuring Helen Stevens. She is a CFA, an EA, a CEPA. She's the president and CEO of Aspen Wealth Management. We covered a lot of ground, starting with a great game of two truths and a lie talk about financial planning for DIYers. We talked about the danger of the 24-hour financial news cycle and just the news cycle in general. We talked about the massive undertaking that is putting together your personal finances and the biases that we all have in blind spots and where we need extra education and how to figure out what we need, how the world of personal finance is oftentimes event-driven, how planning is different for different people and the danger and importance of sucking the fun out of certain situations. Let's go. Helen, let's get started with two
1: truths and a lie. Okay. Well, my first is that my first concert was 38 Special. I met my husband at summer camp. And my last one is, as an adult, I've lived in six different cities.
0: You did not meet your husband at summer camp.
1: I did. Oh, darn it. I right. did. Which,
0: which one was the lie?
1: The lie was my first concert was 38 Special. It was sticks. That ages me, doesn't it?
0: Okay. Wow. Those are, those are awesome shows. Have, have you ever seen 38 Special? I have. Okay, nice. In
1: my in my younger days, I used to be kind of a concert rat. I loved live music and going to whatever show I could, I could afford at the time. So,
0: yeah, who's better, Sticks or Thirty Eight Special?
1: That is hard.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's really difficult.
0: Yeah. Um. And you that met your long
1: time ago. Pro- probably, your- probably to me, Sticks because it was my first live show. Right.
0: For sure. That's a, 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 foundational and form, formative experience. There's, there's, there's no doubt about sure, that. It sure that's, was in the eighties. <laughs> awesome. For those of you not familiar with sticks, like Helen and I are, you should definitely Google them or search them and and, 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 and rock out. So awesome. Good. Well, Helen, what's, what, what's top of mind for you right now?
1: Well, I mean, we're here taping this during the holiday season and, and I think, it's really um, a challenging time for a lot of people. Um, There's just a lot of suffering in the world. And so it's hard to ignore that. Um, It's on the news, it's in the news that you read. And so I think it's just a heavy heart for people that are suffering. And I, I wake up every day with a huge attitude of gratitude. I just think, Starting your day with gratitude is a good way to, it's a good practice. Um, But it is difficult to ignore all the things going on in our world right now. So not to be too heavy, but you know, that's, that's really what's top of mind is my heart hurts for people.
0: Yeah. I think as an empathetic person, it's, it'd be weird if it didn't be weird if you didn't feel like, Oh my goodness, there's so much, so many bad things going on right now the attitude of gratitude, does that help you balance it out? It helps you keep moving? How did you get into that habit?
1: Well, I think when you're in the people business, you hear a lot of things, both good and bad. And so you have to start compartmentalizing that to some degree. And of course, I'm a mother. I have three kids. So you also, you know, through that journey, um, I've just found that that practice helps me stay positive and helps me keep a good, healthy dose of energy. And um, so that I can bring a positive attitude every day to both my my co-workers As well as as to my clients
0: if you were walking around like er moping around with your you know down in the dumps you probably wouldn't be quite as effective
1: no that's that's not me at all that's not me at all
0: so i like to think about uh our our human superpowers and certainly our perspective and the way that we choose to i don't have any I don't have any control over what happens to me. I don't have control of what's happening overseas in the Middle East. Right. But I have control over how I think, feel, and respond to the circumstances of my life. And that's helped me to kind of stay balanced. And certainly when we're talking about stuff like the markets, which I don't know if you control the markets or not, Helen, but uh, there's a lot that we don't have control over when it comes to our money.
1: That's right. I always say it's it's not about, you know, what's happening out there, it's how we choose to respond to it. And that's true whether it's our emotions or our portfolio actions, etc.
0: And is that is that do 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 people get that or do you find that people are 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 still like what's going to happen with the stock market? Where are we at? How, what 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 can we expect? How do you I don't know if the term is manage expectations or set expectations.
1: That's why I keep a magic wand on my desk.
0: Well,
1: oh. <laughs> if I if I, you know, if I had that kind of control, I mean, I'd be rich. We'd all be rich if we all had that kind of control or that kind of insight. There, There is no easy, easy lunch when it comes to investing, you know, the time in the market overall is more important than, you know, jumping in and out. So just staying consistent and controlling what you can control. Like we just said, are our, are, are big points that we, we teach our clients and um, I think it's a relieving and, and relaxing way to be an investor um, is to not just kind of tune out all the noise. I mean, stay, stay to your allocation and things will turn out in the long run.
0: Which which makes perfect sense.
1: But I hear think, a butt.
0: Oh, for sure. Right. It's we're just slammed, literally like literally figuratively slammed with messages and information and people want our clicks and they want our subscriptions and they want our attention and it's coming at us twenty four seven on every single device. So it's tough right. to tune that out.
1: It's true. It's true. But I think that's why the clients that come to us so often are do-it-yourselfers that are tired they're just tired um, of trying to figure out what to do what to listen to you know if they tune on uh, you know some some special um finance um channel right i mean the sirens are blazing and this guy's got all the answers and all the guests are telling you that it's doom and gloom and that the markets are going to crash You know, even a broken clock is right twice a day. So I think people come to us and choose to turn over that heady responsibility because they're just tired of all of that.
0: That strikes me as a pretty mature thing to do if I've been doing this myself and then I get to the point of whatever it is, but now I'm ready to bring somebody else in.
1: Yes. And, and so, you know, I think they they feel like their portfolio is now tied to something. There's a reason and a purpose to it because we've shown that they can meet whatever their dreams, desires are if if we can take these actions. And I think that's a pretty, you know, now, now they have control over their process versus it controlling them. And so I like to think that that's a good, a good way to have peace of mind.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think that it's almost a throwaway that, you know, two heads are better than one, or let's get another set of eyes. But when we are on an island, and we are feeling like there's this constant barrage of of stuff coming our way, and I'm trying to to make good, sound, logical decisions about things, just having somebody else say, hey, what you're doing is pretty good. Yeah. If we tweaked things here or there. I think we could really probably make a bigger difference.
1: I mean, people don't know what they don't know, hmm. right? Like, I'm not going to go do surgery on somebody. I That's not my skill set. But I'm pretty gifted at crafting a good financial plan for somebody. So um, I just think people don't always know what they don't know. And there are, there are ways that we can... Um, save some taxes there's ways that we can meet some legacy objectives um so so there's a lot of things that that we can do as planners to help strengthen the overall financial position for a family or a person
0: when you start when you start thinking about and considering everything that goes into our personal finances it's an awful lot and Do you think that that could be demotivating for people? Does that just kind of keep them stuck? Like, oh, my gosh, I have taxes on my 401k and legacy. I don't even I've never thought about that, but I guess maybe I should.
1: Yeah, I um, I think people in general don't realize all the tools that are in the toolbox, but but more what I find is that they're so tired of being sold something. I mean, our industry really doesn't have the highest confidence score. I mean, that's the whole reason why our firm is a fee-only firm. And I don't think there's any firm out there that that can say that they're 100% conflict-free existence. But, you know, I think people come in so guarded because they're afraid that, you know, somebody's gonna try to sell them something. And they've had that happen before. That's why they end up doing it themselves. And so I just think coming in and being able to relax and just think about your life and what you want it to mean in the end um, is a is a pretty cool way to go and ex- have that experience. And at the end, you've got a great plan. You've got a roadmap to get you from here to wherever it is that you're trying to go. And nobody's trying to sell you something. I mean, I just think that's a pretty nice way of doing business.
0: That's, that's really, that's peace of mind.
1: That's what we like to think.
0: Again, we don't have control of what's going to happen, but we've laid out the steps. If I do these, if I execute this plan, I've really increased my odds of ending up where I want to be.
1: Yes. Well said.
0: Regardless of whether I need my magic wand or my or my crystal ball, I that's that's not needed. <laughs> It'd be great, but since it would we be don't great. have it, it's it's not needed. Now, keeping everybody's different and, and, and they come with you or they, 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 they come to you with their experience and their biases and their knowledge level. How do you, how do you gauge the help that people need?
1: Well, I mean, I think it just starts by asking the simple question, why are you here?
0: Hmm.
1: I mean, our, our industry is really event-driven nobody wakes up in the morning and says, I think I'm gonna go get a financial plan. <laughs> it's because somebody has is sick, somebody's died. Um, they get something from their employer that freaks them out and they don't know what it means. Um, it's very event driven. So we try to get to the core, <clears throat> excuse me, of the event that drove somebody to come visit with us in the first place and start unpacking from there. Um, you know, until you get somebody talking, I, I don't really, in an appointment, I try not to talk. It's really, it's really more about the person who's come in to visit with us than it is about us. We don't, I mean, they're there for a reason and we want to be able to solve that for them. And if we can't, we're going to be very strong in finding the right people who can solve whatever it is that is going on with the person. So, or a family
0: it is uh it is in fact an event-driven business there's there's no doubt about that so that's a good question what are you doing here Ellen? what uh brings you in today and it's is it normally it's well this thing happened
1: right well people start examining their lives and think you know what i'd like to quit work but i don't know that i can Hmm. Um, you know, we've had, you know, as all firms do, we've had a number of young professionals, good savers, you know, we say, what, why are you here with us? It's because I don't want to become my parents. I want to be, I I don't want to be living, you know, having to work when I'm 70. Um, you know, we hear so many great stories, but you know, people are thinking and, um, we want to help them however we can. So we serve, we serve young professionals. We also serve the emerging retiree, people who, who want to step off, maybe retire early. And so we've got to help them be able to, to take the right steps, not to pay all their money to uncle Sam, try to mitigate some of those taxes and help them figure out how much they need to save in order to make that, that goal a reality.
0: What are some of the things that, that that you found are standing in people's way of doing that? Is it do they make big errors or mistakes on the different account types? Is it all behavioral? Is it a little bit of everything?
1: It's a little bit of everything, truthfully. I mean, for people that are my age, um, you know, we didn't have the opportunity to have Roth or, you know, Roth Roth conversions at any income level are a relatively recent phenomenon, right? So being able to help people have that tax diversification is important. um, And that just varies by age because different things are available today to young professionals that weren't available when I was a young professional. And so it's not a one size fits all strategy. everybody's unique. And that's what makes my job so fun is that everybody's so different that walks in the office. So it's not like I can take the advice that I give to Susie and apply it to Bill. They're all different.
0: I don't mean to, to circle back to the magic wand and to, to the media. I just, I know the mistakes that I made in my twenties, watching fast money on whatever channel that was and watching Kramer. I literally took financial advice from those shows and went and bought gold and just other nonsense and ended up losing a lot of money based on that. Yeah. Has that, has that really conditioned people to think that you can know what's going to happen?
1: Well, when I first started in this industry, we didn't have, I'm gonna date myself, we didn't have real supercomputers the way that we do now. I mean, we had Bloomberg terminals. Right. The people weren't getting this barrage of information. Um, and now, yes, I, I do think this 24 seven news cycle, and, and they listen to these talking heads because they're on a TV station, they're just mm-hmm. selling advertising. Right. You know if you take some of the old covers of some of the financial magazines that are out there fortune or forbes or money magazine and you look at the advice that was given especially back in the tech boom back in 2001 they were so wrong they were all wrong and it's laughable if you go back and look at that advice today but people still i mean it sells it sells magazines it sells advertising um and so They're going to keep doing it because that's how they make money.
0: Oh, for sure. I
1: I mean, being a good investor is not a sexy proposition. Um, You know, you don't have, you don't have to have all this crazy investment stuff in your portfolio to do well over, over time. It's just, you just don't. And it's the biggest fallacy out there.
0: And now we have, um, However long it's been around, the the ability to go as individuals and buy and sell um, securities—I go buy stock, I can go buy stocks and sell them—and I've been able to do that for I think my entire adult life. So probably since the '90s, with E Trade and stuff like that. But now we have a new breed of that, like Robinhood. What do you think about that? What do you think about those platforms?
1: <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't going to name them specifically, um, but they condition people through their app. To trade more. That's, that's crazy. It's just the gamification of, of investing is, is not, not good. And furthermore, people don't realize the difference in Robinhood when, when people are investing. And let's just say you decide that you're gonna buy Amazon and you buy a couple shares today, you buy a couple shares next week, you buy a couple shares next month. And at some point in time, some of your shares may have a profit and some of your shares may have a loss and you want to tax loss harvest before the end of the year to be able to take that loss off on your taxes. Well, guess what? You can't specify your lots in Robinhood. Hmm. So it's very difficult for people to do tax loss harvesting in an account with a firm like Robinhood. And I just think gamification—we are not playing a game. We are we are building wealth to support us when we don't want to work anymore. This is not a game, and and so I'm not very high on them as you can tell. I just I just don't think it's a very good practice, and I think it's it's doing it's teaching, um, particularly young people, bad bad investing skill.
0: Is there ever a time when when people when you're comfortable with people buying and selling individual securities on their own?
1: Sure. I mean, we have clients who come in and they really enjoy that. I mean, they enjoy the markets. They don't they don't like um, the physiological um, and emotional feeling that they have when it's their whole portfolio. But if they really enjoy that, we say take some money keep going, Um, you know, have enjoy it. And this is an amount of money. Oh, by the way, that your plan is going to be fine, even if you lose it all. So if I call it their go to Vegas account. So if they want to have a go to Vegas account and go out and put their money on lucky seven, go for it. If that brings them joy, super.
0: Last thing you want to do is take somebody's joy away from them, Helen.
1: That is true. I I am not <laughs> Regardless of what my children would say to you, I am not a fun sucker.
0: Do <laughs> you say fun sucker? Yeah. Your kids say you're a fun sucker?
1: Of course they do. I'm their uh, mom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's awesome. That that that's so funny. Like that that's right, kids. And if you're not careful, there's not going to be any fun left. So start that's right. Doing, start listening on the first try. I'm gonna start yelling at my kids. Listen on the first try. They 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 never do that. Helen, did did they start doing that eventually? Mine are. I I have I have kids under the age of five.
1: No, I'm sorry. Okay. Mine are right. 29, 27, and 24. No, okay. they don't. Sometimes I think it gets worse.
0: Damn. Should I stop? Should I stop saying that to them? No. Okay. I'm gonna no. keep going. Keep going. Keep keep going. <laughs> I love it. Well, Helen. The people are ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for us?
1: Well, this is this is really interesting. But here at Aspen, you know, ongoing financial planning is really our purpose. And since the pandemic, regardless of income level, we're seeing an increasing number of clients eating their wealth away. Um, and this is coming through dining out or Uber Eats or. Um, here we have favor. Um, and I think our society has become conditioned to the fast food, happy meal experience of it's gotta be fast, easy, and fun. And it's overtaking budgets and it's impacting people's ability to save or stay within budget. And so I just wish people would learn to cook um we know that health and wealth are intertwined and especially as people age and knowing what goes into your food is a healthier way to eat which should translate into a healthier body for the long haul so that's my that's my takeaway piece of advice for today um it's not like what is the hot security or what's the hot stock but i just wish people would would um save some money, not have the $5 cup of coffee in the morning, not have the $20 meal at lunch and not, you know, have their food delivered for dinner um, that they would actually learn how to, to eat healthily at home, save some money for sure and have healthier outcomes because we know that, that bad health costs a lot of money. So it's a win-win.
0: Well, I think that that is great stuff that definitely gets, come on. I love it, I love it, Helen. It's it's the truth. I remember reading about pre-COVID, uh, whenever that was, hundred years ago, yeah. how it was the first time that Americans were eating more food away from home than uh, than actually going to the grocery store. And obviously, well, I don't know if it's obvious or not. I'm sure that that shifted. I'd be curious to revisit where 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 we are today with that. But I have a sneaky suspicion that it's probably it's way good. more. Yeah, it's not good. When we budget.
1: When we show people what they're what they're actually spending, and we show them the percent of money that's going to dining out, they're stunned, and they can't understand why they can't save more money. Well, you know, you, you got to change what you're doing, and it, yeah. and opposed to thinking of it as a chore, thinking of it as a joy, an experience. Um, I don't I don't know. Buy buy a crock pot, buy an air fryer. I mean, I've been a working mom with three kids for most of my life, and we still manage to have dinner on the table at home. So.
0: There you go. Sucking up more fun from people, Helen, I tell you,
1: I know, I know my secrets out.
0: We can get that magic wand and wave it and just create more, more, more money for people so they don't have to stop changing their behaviors. They can just just plant the money tree out back and, and, and and grow. So
1: I I wish it was that easy.
0: Right. But it's not, it's not, it's
1: not, it's not.
0: Well, Helen, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage with you?
1: Well, they can go to our website, which is Aspen wealth, You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn. Excellent. Aspen wealth management.
0: Go to AspenWealthMGMT.com and dig deeper into the things that Helen and I have been talking about today. Find them on Facebook as well. I'll link all those in the notes of the show. Thanks again, Helen.
1: Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Finally, friendly reminder, Helen and I have been talking about today. It's never going to be anybody more interested in your financial success than you are. Act accordingly.